0: Chicago homicide deaths this year have totaled about 820. The victims include Javier Birch, a 29-year-old known as Jay. He was fatally shot September 16th, around 9 in the evening in Englewood, the Southside Chicago neighborhood where he grew up. Jay's loved ones remember him as an affectionate kid who was constantly clowning around. But they say he also got involved with people up to no good on the streets. As an adult, they say he'd been making plans to get his life on track and earn a GED. As part of our series, Remembering Those We Lost, WBEZ spoke with Jay's mother, Tanya Birch, and his youth football coach, Keith Harris.
1: I was in the kitchen one day, cleaning the kitchen up, and I kept hearing like somebody was preaching, preaching like a church. So I'm just listening. I'm like, there's no one in there but Jay. <laughs> he just kept preaching and amen and, and clapping and... Then he sung a few hymns, and and I'm like, who is he talking to in there? So I walked to his room door, and I see he got all his little figurey men lined up on the bed. He preaching at them, <laughs> wiping his head with the towel. <laughs> he was walking and just wiping his forehead and telling them to be quiet, stop all that running around in this church like this. Sit down, be still, stop that, you know. And I just shook my head and started laughing. Because he hadn't had a whole sermon with the uh, the action figure man. He just
2: always was joking, always playful. I met Jay sometime around when he was like 9 or 10 years old. He was already a member of the Alden Park football team, one of the Pee Wees. He would get caught impersonating one of the coaches. I, he, caught, he did me a couple of times. The supervisor at the park at the time, he impersonated his name was Ryan kinda like a big guy and he was bow legged so Jay would walk up and break his legs like he just was he just had he was always joking and playing around like that. And I would make him do some extra push ups or some or run some laps and he would I well, I wasn't the only one yeah but you was the only one I saw. So you you don't know how to do it and get away with it. The other thing, you need to learn from them if they get away with it. And my son was a year older than Jay. They kinda clicked he became like another son.
1: When Jay was about nine, him and Deontay, used, my other son, Deontay, they used to always bring in some kind of stray animal home, a kid or something. So one day I told him, don't bring no more stray animals home. So one day I had came from work. They got a weird-looking dog. So I'm fussing at them, telling them, why why? didn't I just tell you don't bring another dog or animal or nothing here? but we're going to take care of him. I said, no, get rid of the dog. So a couple of days had went past, and I usually don't park in the garage. So this particular day, I decided I'm going to park in the garage. I opened the garage, and the dog just got running to me real fast. They got feeding trays and everything laid out for the dog, like they just ready to keep him. So I go in the house, and I said, didn't I tell y'all to get rid of this dog?
2: it was a game against Kelvin Park on the on the northwest side who at the time were our arch rivals. This specific game our players were accusing their players of playing dirty and the refs weren't calling the players and so on and so forth. So we just told them keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. And, and out of frustration some of Jay along with some of our other kids started taking things in their own hand and playing dirty back and then the refs would call the penalties on them. They didn't think it was fair and Jay was one of the ones that when he got caught with a penalty, he would argue his case. He wouldn't he would just let it go. The ref got tired of it and kicked him out the game. And he just, you know, for the rest of the game, he was on the sideline just, you know, it ain't fair, it ain't fair. They doing this to us. And as soon as we do something, they want to call the penalty on us. And, and you know, it was kind of like, a life lesson that, you know, we teach them. Life ain't fair. Sometimes it's like that. You just got to keep on playing. You got to keep on going. The ultimate goal is to win. And sometimes adversity is going to come. Sometimes you're going you're gonna to get roadblocks in the way. And you just got to keep on pushing. And that's the lesson we we try to instill in them. And, and honestly, I don't think he never accepted the fact that the world was like it is. He he would always question, why does it have to be like that? Why is it if I do this, I get in trouble? If somebody else do something, they don't get in trouble. And what kind of of realistic explanation can you give a kid, a young man?
1: So middle school, had to go to the school a couple times because he was in and out of trouble with different little groups of people, then they run off and leave him, and then he get caught holding the, the whatever Dan did. Instead, you know, when we tell him to stay away from those people, but he go anyway. You're not, not you not even on that street like like that. Why are you hanging with them?
2: If that street poor get him, it's going to be a tug of war.
1: He had a gun arrest when he was younger but he did probation for that, and they locked him up for battery.
2: The peer pressure, the, the pressure to impress girls and and be cool and, and all this other stuff, the Lord is strong.
1: So one day, me and him had a long talk and stuff, and he kept telling me, well, I'm going to do better. I'm going to get my GED. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. He had said it so many times. I said, okay, Jay. I just agree with him. Okay, Jay. So the next day, he was like, I need my birth certificate and my uh, Social Security card. I said, for what, Jay? I'm going to sign up for my GED class. I'm like, really, Jay? He said, I'm going for real. So I gave it to him, and I said, bring it back today. I said, and don't lose it because people be out here, you know, scamming and doing crazy stuff. He said, okay, okay, I'm going to bring it back to you as soon as I finish with it. So I'm like, okay, it's 6 o'clock. This boy ain't brought this stuff back yet. So I started calling him, calling him, calling him. He not answering the phone. Then my phone rang about 9 o'clock, and they said Jay had got shot.
2: And then one of our friends called me and said, Tanya trying to get in touch with you. Jay got
1: shot. And when I got there, that's when I found out. <laughs> Most people know how he was. He was all racist free-hearted he give you anything to the point that i have to beg him sometimes stop giving away your stuff he was just at my house and it was like another one of my kids he said i'm doing the right thing i'm doing the right thing you'll see i'm gonna get it together
0: I was Tanya Birch and Keith Harris talking about Birch's son, Jay. He was shot and killed on the South side this September. Jay's killing was one of the 820 deaths by homicide this year in Chicago. You're listening to WBEZ.